Uh, cool. That's it. I'm ready. Speaking <laughs> of children who are nightmares, let's Ugh, begin yeah. <laughs> this podcast. Yeah, we have two episodes today to talk about. Mm-hmm. Just today, every other, like every yeah. other episode of our podcast that we've ever made. Um. Anyway, yeah, this is podcast without a cool acronym. Uh, we're gonna talk about episode two hundred two A and two hundred two B. One of these episodes <laughs> is good, and the other yeah. one is whatever it is. I don't really know. Yeah. Uh. So, the first one, episode two hundred two A, is interview with a platypus. Mm-hmm. Um. Sure is a misleading title if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Zero platypuses are interviewed during this. But that's fine. Uh, yeah. We don't come to the show it's, for it's... historical accuracy. Yeah. Anyway, we start classic classic opening. The boys are hanging out on the tree. The twist is they're both laying on the grass like teenage girls in a okay, musical yeah, about with, like, teenage their girls. Feet up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're like one step they're away like, from like twirling a phone know. cord around their fingers. <laughs> um, they're like kicking their little legs, and Phineas yeah. is like, "What to do? What to do?" And I was like, "Okay." Phineas goes, got any ideas, Ferb? <laughs> and Ferb just like shrugs. And when he okay. shrugs, there's like a weird whiteboard sound effect. It's like a weird squeaking yeah. noise. And I was like, is that how Ferb talks? Like, what? Did yes. he make that noise? Or is that just a little, a little sound design just moment? Just a little fun. I don't know. I we also don't. was like, listen, I feel like Ferb has ideas, but is he going to tell Phineas? No. No. Why would he? He has been nothing but abused. They also definitely have like a book full of ideas. Like at right? no point should Phineas be like, boy, sure book. wish I could get an idea. I'm like, you mm-hmm. have all the ideas written down somewhere. The, you have yeah. a room for blueprints. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Phineas is like, okay, Ferb didn't answer immediately. Uh, Perry, what do you want to do? <laughs> and I was like, Phineas, this was the moment where I was like, Phineas's two closest friends in the world are people who don't speak. <laughs> which <laughs> that makes a lot of sense i like to an extent i'm like maybe that is why phineas is the way that he is yeah um but also uh maybe he chooses to surround himself with people mm. who don't talk or he just has that effect on everyone i don't really know that's true it's a um, but yeah his factor. two closest friends are virtually silent mm-hmm. um perry makes his little perry noise and then they all take turns making the perry <laughs> noise ferb is yeah. really good at it he okay, like yeah. really nails it <laughs> Um, and I was like, I feel like Ferb and Perry talk about Phineas a lot behind his back. Uh, like I Ferb like already knows what Perry's noise means. Um, and they are just keeping that from Phineas as a Absolutely. little a secret for themselves. Uh, anyway, after that little interlude, Phineas is like, I wonder what that means. Uh, and he decides he's going to build a Perry translator. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right. He also says... We don't know, Ferb. He might be thinking profound thoughts, just like another quiet animal I know. And he's clearly referring to Ferb. And I was like, but that is not it. Not like super cool. Like, right? Ferb is a human being and your brother. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I get that we're all technically animals, but also like, do you see Ferb as a pet? Like, (laughs) are you just... Like, do you know about oh my what brothers are? I don't know. Even if he just, like, left off animal, it would have been fine, but... Yeah, it'd just be, like, just know. like another quiet guy I know, or, like, yeah. whatever. I don't... Animal... He put a lot of mustard on the word animal, and right. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. This is why Ferb doesn't talk to you. Exactly. Anyway, speaking of talking, Candace is in her room. She's <laughs> talking to Stacy. Uh, 
she also she's like spinning around in her spinny chair in her office chair that she has in her teenage bedroom right and she has a poster on her wall (laughs) and the poster is of cinderella and prince charming Um, (coughs) not like a version we're familiar with no despite this being a disney property it's just like a separate (laughs) true it's just a, a cinderella poster um and she has torn out (laughs) pictures of her and jeremy's faces out of what we don't know Uh, torn not cut they're 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 ripped ripped. apart she made like a fugue state and then (laughs) taped messily over the faces of cinderella and prince they are they are the wrong size their heads are so big which is crazy because i'm like i know candace has a digital files of those photos that she could reprint and b a lot of other photos that she could choose from and it's not like she she has the capability to Photoshop that. I know she does. Oh yeah, obviously. Um, Candace, <laughs> it's it's it is. It's very disturbing. funny, and it also is like the just like the most recent in a long line of like unhinged serial killer yeah. crafts that <laughs> that Candace has made. Yeah. Like we all remember the teddy bear with Jeremy's face <laughs> taped to it. Yes, amongst other things. Ooh. Like I'm just like okay. Does Jeremy come in your room ever? Because <gasps> that would be terrifying. That's like the moment That's when you realize that in like a horror movie that you've stumbled into the <laughs> nest of the whatever monster. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's a red flag to say the least. Oh, yeah. Um. Apparently, she's complaining to Stacy because Jeremy hasn't called in four days. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay. Uh, and then he calls at that exact second. Uh, Candace characteristically answers the phone like an insane person. Um, she's like speaking in like old timey language or whatever while she stares at this picture of Cinderella. Um, Jeremy is like, I got the new, I don't remember what it's Call of I Duty 4. Want to yeah. come over and play video games? And Candace is like, uh, I would love to do that, except that your sister's a demon who yeah. wants to kill me. And Jeremy is like, like, Candace is not shy about her tone. Yeah. <laughs> At several points in this episode, and Jeremy just, like, doesn't pick up on it at all or fully ignores it. Jeremy doesn't pick up on literally anything in this episode. Or any episode. uh, But this episode, specifically. It's true. We stand a vacant Uh, king. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so... Listen, if I could get my brain into that state, (laughs) I I would. turn off my head, I absolutely would. (laughs) Um, anyway, so Jeremy, yeah, he's a, he invites her over to play. Candace is like, I hate Susie. Jeremy's like, well, Susie's not here. Um, and then someone knocks on Jeremy's door and he opens it and it's Candace. It's Candace. She's there immediately. Uh, Hilarious. So funny. Incredible bit. Um, yeah. Back at the backyard, Phineas and Ferb have finished the translator, mm-hmm. which was fast. Um, they finish right as Perry like jumps off to start his mission. He like goes in. Yeah. Yeah, he gets to the lair and the lights are all like flickery, uh, like it's haunted. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Monogram, Monogram, const- I, this is like a pattern where Perry will arrive and the first thing Monogram says to him is an apology for something that he is responsible for and is not going to fix. Absolutely. And it's uh, intent. It's yeah. Yeah. It's intentional. <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, yeah. it's, I'm just like, at some point, you're the problem, Monogram. Right? I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, sorry about the lights uh we're using an alternative energy source and i was like okay you're coming off real anti-alternative energy already right Um, right he's like we haven't worked out all the bugs yet i was like okay he's also not prepared at all for this briefing which is crazy because it doesn't take a lot to prepare for a monogram briefing right sometimes yeah 
sometimes he doesn't even say anything. He just goes, stupid is up to no good. You you could could make it it up. Like you you do this job every day. You don't, you don't know the basic outline of a briefing, whatever. Um, The reason he's not prepared is because quote, we're saving paper (laughs) by printing on the same one over and over again, which is not a thing anyone has ever done. Yeah. In the name of green environmental preservation. Also, that's not, yeah. Yeah. It's not a thing. It's, it's not <laughs> simply. It's not simply, helpful. It doesn't. There there's no purpose ways. to that. Just send an email. I don't understand exactly. why we're printing anything out at all. Yeah. Uh, he's like something about Doofenshmirtz. Go get him. And I was like, that was literally not different from any other briefing right? you've ever given. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ridiculous. And then to top it all off, oh, uh, Monogram yes. goes into the back room and Carl is back there just in like a dark room pedaling on like a yeah. bike that's hooked up to power the entire building, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, my question was, are they in the same building as Perry's lair? Because if <gasps> that's, that's true, true, why are they on a Zoom call? <laughs> and if it's not true, why are they wired into the same power source? That's true and i didn't even think about it what are you doing that's insane where are you because we've seen alka headquarters it's like on the edge of town it's like an office building yeah so like uh, that doesn't make any sense at all unless all of alka's lairs are on a separate power grid from the city (laughs) which doesn't seem efficient at all (laughs) especially if they're all hooked together right oh my gosh or Perry's lair is in the basement of that building and Monogram doesn't want to walk down two flights of stairs. Listen, that is honestly maybe more probable. (laughs) That's so stupid. Uh, Anyway, yeah. So that's that's whatever that bit is. Carl is uh, peddling and uh, (laughs) also that's got to be illegal. That's it's not even being paid. Like can't be real. I've been to the Museum of Natural Science and I've ridden the bicycle that lights up a light bulb. It takes a long And I don't believe that Carl is powering that entire building. I think uh, that Monogram yeah. is just making him pedal back there to get him out of the way. And then like <laughs> some other intern is flicking the lights on and off. I, I, I'm just like, I, I'm not buying it. Something not is real. suspicious about this whole situation. I believe it. Uh, anyway, Perry uh, walks back outside and Phineas immediately like catches him. He's like, gotcha, <laughs> yeah. Perry. Oh you're gosh. gonna talk into this mic if i have to kill you um <laughs> uh, per- uh, phineas walks over to like fire up the trans. he sits perry on a little stool in front of the microphone and wa- goes over to fire up the translator um also this translator is like gigantic it's like the size of a small car yeah which like i i feel like this is true of phineas and ferb's inventions and also doofenshmirtz's innators where like the mm-hmm. size of them has no bearing on like how intense of a task they're doing absolutely like sometimes it's very small and they're like this is a gun that like turns all bees into rhinoceroses and you're like okay all right and then other times it's like this is a room-sized computer that like makes muffins it's like not (laughs) (laughs) it's just like whatever i don't know anyway um right right as they're about to listen to perry isabella walks up and interrupts them and is like hey guys uh what you doing (laughs) And they tell her about the translator, and she's like, "Don't you need Perry to translate what Perry's mm. saying?" Uh, and they turn around, and Perry's gone. Uh, Hear me out. Like Batman. that was, I know. I was like, maybe that was a little, I don't know, uh, secret communication between Isabella and Perry. There's no way she didn't <laughs> she's see like, him. Walk get away. out now! I know. Right? I'm like, there's like, there's no way. She was looking directly <laughs> in his direction. 
Anyway. Listen, if anyone is secretly also an outgo operative, it's Isabella. Yeah. Which exactly. actually, I mean, maybe not because she would be uh, running the organization by now. I know. But... It's like, I feel like she just yeah. has her own. She's got her own separate thing. She just like, she recogni- game together, recognizes but... game. And she's yeah, like, I exactly. realize you she's have like... other places to be probably. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, Perry's gone. Um, at this point, they overhear a disembodied voice talking about worms. <laughs> and they're all like, God? Um, just <laughs> but the voice is just like I sure love worms and I'm like oh so dear scary. Uh, it's upsetting anyway it turns out it's an insane bird that's just like talking into the microphone I guess that just landed like, yes, there to talk accident. about worms Which, okay. to itself there is Phineas is holding a microphone the bird is on a different microphone that is attached to the machine yeah Phineas well, is I think, still holding the other microphone. I was confused about this as well. I think Phineas oh. talks into his microphone and it translates it into animal oh, okay. speech. Sure. Which I don't think we actually hear happening. Yeah. It's just, I had a question about that too. But... I, it's confusing <clears throat> exactly what this giant machine does or right. if this is all just a fever dream. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then they talk into a different microphone and it translates it into humans. But like yeah. later on, there's like headsets. Like they expand the number of devices that are hooked up to this machine i don't know yeah <laughs> it's not clear it, maybe it has bluetooth we don't know maybe don't um know. so it's this bird and they're like oh wow interesting and then phineas immediately starts talking to it like a racist old man traveling to another country <laughs> oh my gosh i know he's like That's do terrible. you understand me and i was like sir what are you doing yeah anyway they're like oh cool we heard from that bird and then he like holds down the microphone to a squirrel and this squirrel is like definitely a criminal yeah like uh, absolutely it's a it's a very demanding and aggressive squirrel <laughs> like the squirrel uh yells at isabella and then they're like okay we're we're just gonna move on from that and they're just like wow this works on all animals like that's not a insane revelation to have about your perry translator also i'm like does it translate to like other human languages like okay what if it's like an italian squirrel yeah like yeah i don't know i don't know either i realize it's a cartoon but i'm still confused (laughs) about really the like premise of this this machine Anyway, it's really they're like, the, uh, for the plot, they have a machine they can talk to all the animals. Anyway, Isabella's like, I'm going to go get my dog so I can mansplain TV to him. And we're like, okay. <laughs> and then Phineas is like, with this device, all animals can now say what's on their minds. And I was like, seems like they're already doing that, just not to you. Just, yeah, in to each other, right? right? I'm like, I, uh... also, who cares? <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Um, then the bird like flies away and all the animals do like the midnight bark or the twilight bark what is it called ah, yes <laughs> the twilight bark uh the twilight bark what oh a what gosh. a vibe that was yeah. anyway they call all the animals in danville uh all the danimals if you will uh to their <laughs> house <laughs> um and yeah they all just like stream out of their homes and cages just toward their backyard we'll come back to that Amazing. later i have more to say about that Candace is at Jeremy's house, and Candace is just sitting on the couch watching while Jeremy plays video games. Like, Jeremy only has okay. one video game controller. Yeah, because later Candace is using it, and he's right. not. And I'm like, they're okay. just, it's a one person game. Why would game, you, yeah, I why guess? would you invite someone over to play with one controller? Why would you, indeed? <laughs> also, I kind of believe that Jeremy didn't call Candace for four days because he's just been in his house playing this video game okay. that whole time. I believe that too. Also, I have some notes about Jeremy's house. Uh, oh please! A, it's 
really dark in there. <laughs> That's true. Maybe it's just during some scenes, but it's just like there's no lights on. I'm like, Jeremy, are you you really have just been hunkered down? Save it on electricity. Where are your parents? Yeah, yeah no, um, no, no one in his family is there. It's yeah. just him. Also, when he opened earlier, when he opens the door to see Candace there, there is a large, like 30 by 19 <laughs> portrait of Su- Lil- Su- Susie on the oh, wall. Yeah. It's a little insane. Like it's a normal <laughs> portrait, but because it's Susie, it looks super creepy. Also, like, like I a get maybe like portrait of Susie. yeah, like maybe you know you want like a canvas print of your child like playing or like you know a little picture. Sure, but it's like a portrait. Like <laughs> like you paint a red Yeah, portrait. I'm like oh my okay. gosh. Anyway, there, also, and it's like not are there other family members. No, it's just, just Susie. Susie. Just, just the first Susie. thing you see when you walk in <laughs> yeah. the door. <laughs> That's Absolutely so funny. Um, anyway, also the outside of they do like one shot of the outside of Jeremy's house, which I think we've seen before, and it I don't know, maybe it looked different, but it also <laughs> looks really dark from the outside. Like <laughs> you're just like, is it perpetually night? At yeah, Jeremy's I was like, house? you guys okay? Anyway, that's what I had about wow. Jeremy, the Johnson household, and I just have a lot of other questions. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what's going on over it's there? <laughs> Not us. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, yeah, they're playing this game. Um, They do a little bit that I find traumatizing where Jeremy is like, uh, yeah. you know, most girls aren't into stuff like this. And I was like, okay, thank you, Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. And then Candace is like, I'm not like most girls. I love <gasps> video games. And I was like, yeah. you literally play video games with your friend who's a girl, Stacy, all the time. Right? You do not need to... Yeah, that's right. Pick, pick me girl energy. Honestly, honestly, which like in her defense, Candace is 15 uh, and we've yeah. all been sitting on a couch watching a man play video games. <laughs> so like, fine. It's fine. But also, if you're a 15 year old listening to this, <laughs> no man is worth it. Yep. Go do something do else. Uh, anyway, then a terrifying poodle jumps up on the couch and Jeremy is like, yeah, this is Susie's dog. And I was like, Susie's four. I know. Why is it her Later, dog? He says that Susie trained the dog. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, Susie is five years old. What are you talking about? Uh, Honestly, uh, bonkers. Anyway, the yeah. dog is like a little aggressive towards Candace, uh, foreshadowing the future events that will happen later on. Right. Uh, which is uh, what foreshadowing is. Probably didn't need to explain that. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, then we jump to Doofenshmirtz out in the forest. We get a, a special, <laughs> yeah, a special jingle. Special jingle. Um, <laughs> Perry lands in the forest, and Doofenshmirtz is like, "Perry the platypus, don't be shy. It's just me. Come here." And Perry <laughs> takes one step forward, and then immediately gets trapped in a giant cage, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. Um, Doofenshmirtz is like, "Do you like that cage that I just trapped you in? I got it from the secondhand shark store." And I was like, I "Where is the spinoff about the secondhand shark store?" Right? Is it just shark paraphernalia? I, <laughs> I don't. Do know. they sell also, sharks there? Yeah. Is a shark running it? I hope so. <laughs> Confusing. He also does a choke where he's like, it was yeah. half off because something bit half of it off. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, it's so incredible. Um, <sighs> then Do- Doof is really just like on one. This is one of my favorite Doofenshmirtz plots ever, which <laughs> is good, good because the A plot of this episode is boring. Okay, um, that's what, listen, I was like, this is like the reverse of the last episode where Doof had literally nothing going on and like Phineas and Ferb were going a little crazy. This one is... Yeah. Yeah. 
the opposite. They're really dragging that. out this translator <laughs> plot. Right. Uh, anyway, Doofenshmirtz is like, uh, here's my plan. I'm going to open the Danville Dam and flood all of the streets like Venice. Just because... Yeah just because and then he's like but then people will all have to travel around in these this is my new invention uh buoyancy operated aquatic transport or boat uh do you get it does everyone get the joke says, uh yeah yeah so i guess his plan is to sell those he doesn't really articulate that part of it he's just okay. like everyone will want one and i was like you're yeah. just pro boat like you just really want people to travel by water or right? have you manufactured a lot of these i was like this is also yeah this is another like not at all evil there's no backstory he's just messing around <laughs> i mean it is destructive to I flood mean, yes. an entire city that's true um but it doesn't at the end okay. point i guess is just selling a lot of boats to people <laughs> i'm not really sure it's I, also yeah. The second time that he floods, that he opens or like floods out of the Danville Dam. Oh, really? The first one was in the oil on Candace because that's what washes away the. Oh like, yeah, you're from. So I was like, "Who's giving him? It? How is it this yeah, easy? Why does just... he have a key to the dam? Yeah. Also, like, why does your dam have giant doors <clears throat> built into it? I know that's the opposite of the dam. point of a dam. <laughs> like, who? Uh, we haven't talked yeah. about this in a while, but the city planning committee of Danville is making some absolutely unchecked decisions. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know really if that's insane. an elected position, but like we may maybe revisit some of the personnel <laughs> choices that have been made. Yeah. Because no what, what is happening? Anyway, so that's his whole plan. The bow at at the boy's house. Uh, there's just a line of animals out the door. They're just there's just yeah. a line in their backyard. These animals, I wrote down which animals they are. Okay, uh, Because good. some of them, I'm like, yeah, makes sense. And other ones, I'm like, no. Not at all. It doesn't make sense. Uh, the animals standing in line are uh, the following. Mm-hmm. A wolf, a gazelle, a cat, a sheep, a duck, a rattlesnake, a frog, <laughs> a mouse, a rhino, a moose, a toucan, a coyote, a raccoon, a panda, a giraffe, and a pelican. Um, at least okay. half of those are from a zoo, I yeah. assume. Yeah. Um. At least half of them are predators who would immediately maul and kill a child. Absolutely. And several of them are way far out of their habitat. And would, yeah. like, it's not a domestic panda that's just, like, lined up <laughs> yeah. at their door. I don't really know. Uh, the rhino? You're telling me that a rhino would just stand in line just... next to a giraffe? <laughs> they're also, a lot of them are, like, not really to scale. <laughs> Okay, I know. It's like a little all, weird. They're just all it's in there. Fine. Uh also there would be so much poop in their backyard. Like uh, that's true. I just I you it's yeah, absurd. That's what animals do. Anyway, Phineas is talking down to a cat about how much it's getting fed. <laughs> and then he's like, Okay, next. Uh and then a dog barks about the vacuum for a little bit while sitting on a stool like a person. And we're like, Okay, that's that was that whole scene. At Jeremy's house, uh Candace is now playing the game. Um, and she's like real bad at it, which I found unbelievable because we know that yeah. Candace plays video games and is good at them. And I was like, right? "Are you faking this? What are you yes. doing?" <laughs> Whatever. Can't Jeremy's being like sort of patient, I guess. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. I don't really know. Uh, Susie's dog pees all over Candace's shoe, which is a real bummer. Yeah. Uh, Candace is like, "Oh, these were brand new," which seemed like a weird reaction to that. Like she doesn't move out of the okay, way I know. Yeah. she's just, she's like, just oh, like oh no the dog <laughs> is like still peeing yeah, yeah I didn't really like, get, it either. get up 
I, anyway, uh, Candace goes into the kitchen to dry off her shoe. Jeremy doesn't come with her. He just stays yeah. in the living room. Um, she uses an entire roll of paper towels to dry off her shoe. She's also doesn't take the sh- does she take the shoe off no, uh, no it's on her foot while she's trying yeah. to dry it off right yeah she takes it off eventually the dog steals it uh and then candace runs through the house tracking paper towels all over the house jeremy doesn't notice absolutely yeah. no involvement Nothing. from him just um yeah yeah <laughs> they run into the bathroom uh like she chases the dog into the bathroom and then she like sees that she's tracked paper towel over the house and she like shoves it all into the toilet and starts <laughs> flushing it and i was like candace yeah. Stop for one second right? and consider an alternate way to solve this problem. Um, while she's doing that, the dog drops her shoe in the toilet. And then Candace like realizes that that's happened. And she like starts using a plunger. Anyway, all of this stuff. And then she panics and just runs out of the house. Like Jeremy <laughs> yeah. just hears like her running and then the she's door slamming gone. and is like, Candace? <laughs> and she's not there anymore. Listen, I also, if I did that, I'd leave right? too. <laughs> I would be like, I'm <laughs> out of here forever. Thank Gotta you so much. Go. Um, in the backyard, Isabel is like organizing all of the animal complaints. Um, and also the translator has a headset uh, yeah. system now. They're like, they're having this conversation, them and the fireside girls. They're like, what should we do with all this information we have now from the animals? And Phineas is like, oh, I know. We just got to tell all the owners what their pets want. And I was like, how is that conversation going to go? Right. Like, you're going to be led to someone's house by, are you getting their street addresses? Like, know, are you just going to follow the animals to where they live? That's a good question. And then you're going to knock on their door and be like, hello, sir. I'm a child. Uh, I invented an animal translator. <laughs> and your hamster told me that they hate you. And then you're going to leave? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just uh, so. door to door and be like oh hello gosh. i have some crucial information for you yeah absolutely your your dog 100 percent, yes <laughs> that is bonkers like imagine a child knocking on your door just like an eight-year-old being like yeah. hi um you know that cat that's been missing all day I've been talking to it on my animal translator. I don't know where it is now. It was in my backyard before. But it says that it just I wishes you would get a different couch. Like, what? I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Candace comes back to the backyard. She's all, like, wet and angry, which is fair. She's had a rough day. And they tell her about the animal translator. And she, like, goes on, like, a long rant about how she hates animals a lot. And doesn't notice that, like, 14 apex predators are closing in on her during this rant. <laughs> uh, and so the animals overhear her because she's, like, been talking into the microphone or whatever. Which I was also, like, a lot of animals understand uh, some English, right? Like, uh, I don't yeah. know. This is the point. I was like, it how does this translator work both ways? It's translating yeah. what she's saying into every animal language simultaneously, and the animals are okay, hearing yeah. it at a frequency we that can't hear. Other... I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. This machine is confusing and it's uh, not really clear. Yeah. All the animals decide that they're going to kill her. I guess. Yeah. Because they are so mad. The meanest dog in the world is like, bitter. And yeah. I was like, who invited this dog? Yeah, what's his problem? Uh, yeah, what did he come here to share with Phineas and Fur? Uh, honestly. Um, and so, so scared. she runs from the dog that's gonna eat her, yeah. and all the animals follow in like a terrifying... <laughs> 
menagerie stampede yeah just through town they play like that feel good perfect day montage song uh while candace is running away trying not to get mauled by every animal in danville and during this montage a couple things happen one they run past a pet store and all of the pets (laughs) run out of the pet store to join the stampede and i was like were those pets not Not in cages cages uh i guess maybe if it was the same pet store from before they just had pets laying around i also though i mean all of these were none of these how did these people's pets get out of the house there's like oh, cats know. there there's I'm like, like no animal security what? whatsoever in yeah. day i'm like where is animal control also yeah a lot of them are like elephants and like other large exotic yeah. animals that i don't I, I assume people aren't just keeping in their homes but who yeah. knows um she also runs through a park where like children are playing yeah and I was like, Candace, I get that you're trying not to get killed, but go around the park. <laughs> right? So many children just got trampled to death because you were By like, I elephant. need to zigzag through this teeter-totter. <laughs> anyway, yeah. all those kids die. <laughs> Back in the woods, Doofus <laughs> is getting ready to open up the dam. Uh, which again, yeah, just has like giant hinged just, doors that just yep. open by remote control. There's no yeah. like double key not even, system yeah, or not anything. Even by the dam. You don't have yeah. to be in a control room. Nope. Sure. All of the water comes out and the doofenshmirtz get swept away in the boat and Perry like swims out of his little cage. Doof is having a great time. He is like, <laughs> he's loving his little boat ride. Perry is swimming very seriously through this okay, river. Yeah. Um, and then he hops up on the on the boat and doofenshmirtz is like, oh, I always forget you're a semi-aquatic mammal. And I was like, were you just going to let him drown to death in that cage? <laughs> Like, you trapped him in a cage and then released 7 million gallons of water on him. Did you think you killed Barry the Platypus? Yikes. Bonkers. Um, That that happens. They're fighting. Candace calls Linda while running still from the animals. And she's like, Mom, animals hate me. Which is an accurate but not super helpful description of what's (laughs) happening to her. Like, you could be... They like I'm being chased by a lion or what you know what I mean like I'm like yeah. you're not communicating clearly what you're upset What's about going on which doesn't matter because Linda isn't listening and she's just like stop Ugh, being yeah. crazy Candace calm down she's like reading a magazine right. um Candace runs the stampede in front of the like wall of water that's going towards Danville from the dam yeah. and all of the animals get swept away in the water. Yeah. I was like and then their drowned corpses are dead. littered across the city. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what would happen. The death count in this one is high. A lot like, of animals. A lot of, lot of giant yeah, animal lot. carcasses just everywhere. Yeah. Um, just kidding. It's a kids show so they all end up somehow in the boat. <laughs> Sure, 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 Not realistic, but okay. Yeah. Um, Perry scrambles up and opens the Metropolitan Oval Aquatic Trench, uh, (laughs) which spells moat. We get it. Which is just a moat that Danville has that's just operated by a lever that anyone can pull, I suppose. Yeah. It's just a big trench. (laughs) Yep. All the way around Danville city center. Which really explains why they have a wall later. Maybe they transitioned over. It's true. Okay, Danville's defense budget is like surprisingly high high for a regular town. I don't know what they're preparing for, but they're prepared for it. Remember later when 
when they uh it's the bike one and <laughs> they have the tiger, have the tiger thing. On city hall yeah. yeah i don't what apparently the outsides of danville is just absolutely wild it is listen you cannot get in or out of danville without some serious With, paperwork yeah, I assume. clearance but also there's like like that boat just is just opened by a le- like perry just jumps yeah. up and like pushes a button or pulls a lever or something and i was like okay so a toddler could do that perry's one yes. foot tall <laughs> That's just open again. No keys. No guy no. in like a booth. Maybe just keeping an eye on that. Uniform, Absolutely not. Nothing. Whatever. This does kind of lend itself to our theory that Danville is like a planned community for Mm-mm. whatever geniuses yeah. or villains or whatever. Right. Um. Because what is going on? What kind of town has a moat? Yeah. Whatever. Also, they're like near the sea, and so I'm like. I'm confused yeah. about the number of water features surrounding That's Danville. That's really true. Why? why? Like, uh, I, there's no way to know. Anyway, yeah. uh, he opens the moat. All the water goes into the moat and it like surrounds the city and everything's <laughs> fine, I guess. Hopefully no kids were yeah. playing in that moat. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, <laughs> uh, Candace pulls, Lin- like she gets home. Uh, she pulls Linda outside. I guess Linda's been in their house this whole time. Whatever. I guess. Candace pulls Linda. She didn't notice the stampede of giant animals just traipsing through her backyard. It was a really good magazine. Uh, Candace pulls Linda outside. She's like, look what the boys made. It's an animal translator. And Linda's like, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> Candace yeah. is like, no, it really were. I was like, it's gigantic and in your backyard. Okay. I was like, so Linda's seen a few. She's seen them like build the little fort right and then she's seen him like build the boat boat. and i'm like sure like i believe that two ten year olds could put someone together but this is like it's it's a big giant yeah like recording studio just like in their backyard i don't know whatever she's Uh, not gonna ask any more questions (laughs) nope not today it's her day off uh like every day anyway candace is like no it really works like you gotta see it and perry's back and he like click clacks into the translator or whatever and then it just like spits out the same sounds again (laughs) i I was like i don't know how perry did that i assume he like pushed some sort of button like on the back or something i don't know um or maybe he's just he's a mystery we don't know Uh, yeah um and phineas is just like "Ah, i guess it doesn't mean anything and moves on with his day no further questions whatsoever he's just like all right mission accomplished on to the next thing yep sure uh, and then Jeremy comes back and he's like, Candace, you disappeared. And I was like, it's been three hours, but all right. He's like, I brought your shoe and I washed it. And I was like, you pulled out 17 pounds of wet paper towel from a toilet <laughs> and got Candace's shoe <laughs> and cleaned up that whole mess, I assume. Uh, oh and then just walked over to Candace's house and you were like, here's your shoe, babe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, he like kneels down and like puts it on her, uh, and she faints, and that's the end. Yep, great. It's really amazing. <laughs> Honestly, uh, romance of the century. Uh, yeah. Uh, boy, yeah. So that was, you know what? That was that one. <laughs> uh, all right. On to two hundred two B. Yeah, let's do it. I listen. I want to start with two facts that will really just set the tone for this episode perfect uh the first is that this is from a source this is real this episode dan dan said himself that this episode 
Okay, this is tip of the day. It's the one about aglets. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows about Um, it, yeah. You all have heard this one. (laughs) And Dan said that this episode started as a joke in the writing room, but then, like, by Dan, like, he was making a joke, and Swampy was like, no, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a good idea. Here's the thing. I feel like that might be true of Of more than one episode. (laughs) (laughs) This one did pay off, I will say. This is like the most well-developed episode we've seen in a while. Yeah. Like, just in terms of, like, character and plot and, like, all of it, I was just like, oh, like, they, like, thought about this for a minute. Yeah. Which is proof that real success happens on accident and no other way. Um, uh, no one should yeah. ever develop a skill because everything you're good you at just, you'll yeah. do in 15 minutes and never be able to replicate it. again absolutely that will be your peak <laughs> that's my life um, lesson for all of you yeah this one also was written and storyboarded by uh, our hero piero peluso oh heck yes <laughs> so just friend of the pod piero peluso <laughs> this is now you know, piero so peluso good. podcast <laughs> this is yeah uh yeah <laughs> i Listen, if we could get Piero Peluso on the pod, that would honestly oh be huge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, Dan Povenmeyer, it's been done. Other podcasters have done it. Yeah. Never once have I Pierre seen Piero Peluso, Peluso guest on a Phineas and Ferb theme <laughs> podcast, and I kind of think he'd be more interesting to talk to. I am sure that he would. <laughs> if you know Piero or have his email, please let us know. Please. Piero, if you're listening. Piero, if you're out there, <laughs> we love you so much. <laughs> Okay. Incredible. Anyway, they're all sitting at the breakfast table. Uh, except Linda's like doing the dishes or whatever. But um, sure. Lawrence is doing his little crossword puzzle, and the theme is doing tip a of sort the of day. Exaggeration for what Lawrence is doing. That's, but, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like he has the crossword puzzle in his hand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and a p- pencil or whatever. Um. Yeah. So he's like <laughs> asks the first two questions. So the, yeah, the theme is like the tip you know tips whatever so he asks like like he reads the little clue and he goes hmm, hmm, and linda just shouts out the answer and sure like, oh you're right that's exactly what i was thinking yeah just <laughs> i was like, just yeah. about to say that oh excellent uh yeah. <laughs> he does that twice and then the third one is like the tip of a shoelace and linda's like oh i don't know and no one knows what it is um also sorry to interrupt no, you but i i literally cannot interact with crossword puzzles in any way without thinking about um classic film i forgot the name of it where hillary duff <laughs> uh catfishes her own mom we all the remember perfect it. man the perfect man <laughs> absolutely um, oh my god big moment for crossword puzzles also yeah. an absolutely insane film we yeah that's so movie good is, listen, listen Heather every... Locklear and Hilary Duff and that boy who was that... in every movie from 2002 yeah. to 2008. <laughs> who plays the little brother? Who plays uh, the love interest the... who like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. loves comic books and like has one? real incel energy, but we okay. just ignore that because uh, he has hair or whatever. I don't know. I know. That The old love interest is also in a bunch of other stuff. I don't remember what. Oh, but... yeah. He's like, <laughs> anyway. listen. Uh, a great movie. Such a wild movie. <laughs> Everyone oh go gosh. watch The Perfect Man. Please. Please. <laughs> Sorry. I, okay. I just. Yeah, I, no, that's a good that's crossword all I puzzle. Had. They're doing a crossword puzzle. No one's getting catfished. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, however, Candace does get incredibly annoyed. She's um, so mad. <laughs> her level of antagonism in this episode is really something else listen candace woke up today and chose violence yeah in 
a real way. Yeah, which, listen, if maybe she's, like, working some stuff off from being chased by a bunch of animals in the last Fair. episode, I yeah. get it. Uh, like, if that Susie dog thing happened to me, maybe I'd be harboring a little bit of negative energy. So <laughs> maybe. I get it. But she is is loudly, loudly annoying. Anyway, and so she's like, why don't you use a computer to solve a puzzle? But uh, Phineas is also, Phineas goes like, oh, but it's weird that none of us know what it is. And I was like, she she also was like, yeah. So she's like, just look up the answers on the internet. And I was like, that's actually not the point of crossword puzzle. (laughs) The point of a crossword puzzle (laughs) is not to get the answers to all the, it's not like to learn facts. (laughs) It's It's a puzzle. It's Oh to put together God. the puzzle that's like being like don't do a puzzle just look up a picture just of a garden a on the internet <laughs> listen next time someone suggests doing a puzzle i'm gonna say that that's I'm a good be like bit. oh or we could just look at the cover of the box <laughs> if you wanted to see a picture of a sunset but you could just yeah um okay my point is that no, no one else knew the answers to anything else except Linda. Like you guys are all just surprised. Linda doesn't I know. know You're what just it is. reading across the puzzle to Linda and then yeah. judging her for one thing she doesn't know. Exactly. Anyway, uh, Phineas really latches onto this, but Candace like goes. She like starts to use a computer to look up the answer, but gets sidetracked because a billion people sent her the same video. Yeah, emailed um, her. Twenty okay, people yeah. emailed me <laughs> emailed the, same her the same video. Like, what year is it? I know, right? So she watches the whole, the video, which is super hilarious. We'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> she starts to send it to all of her friends, which it's weird that she was like, twenty of my friends sent me the same video, and then she's like sending it to everyone, and lists like Stacy, Jeremy, right. Like I'm, like, I'm like, those are, are the those people, people that didn't originally send yeah. you the video. Who? Yeah. She also sends it to the track team and like Chicago, <laughs> Chicago Joe. Joe. Yeah. I was like uh, a cockroach, like if you guys don't remember know, who yeah, Chicago Joe know, is. The physical trainer, physical a, trainer a literal from... insect. Okay, but yeah, I was like, your social life is right. Way You're friends with the entire track team? That yeah. seems crazy. <laughs> and she has their emails anyway. Yeah. Um so yeah, so then she's like Phineas and Ferb come over and make a joke because she was being all condescending earlier. So they're like, oh, did you find it yet? But in a more condescending way. And yeah. uh, Ferb does that thing from the early 2000s where he like yeah. licks his finger and goes, <laughs> and goes I was like, all right. I think we should bring that back. Honestly. <laughs> she, yeah. Candace is like, I'm busy doing something more important, which I was like, all right. Are, uh, are you though? No. So then, and then the internet crashes. That's it. She's really? Just, oh, the internet crashed. And what? So like, oh, weird. We'll check with Paul that instead. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's not the entire the internet, internet crashed. I guess maybe their internet went out. Although I think it's like the implication well, is that it crashed because of the virality yeah. of this one video. Yeah, they mentioned that later. Yeah, which major, is not we'll how the internet it. works. Exactly. Um, I don't know a lot about how the internet works, but that's but I know that it. the whole thing doesn't crash at once. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. So then, yeah, so uh, the boys are like, oh, you know who would know the answer to this question? Baljeet. Baljeet, our nerdiest friend. Yeah. So they leave uh, to go to Baljeet's house. And in Baljeet's house, we see him pull down a volume. Volume eight. Yeah. Of 13 volumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, of useless shoelace facts. Yeah. The full um, name actually is A Child's Garden of Useless okay. Shoelace Facts. Yeah. I was going to mention that because... I read like I read like this, this synopsis of this 
episode, like a little summary on the wiki uh-huh. page, and it it says a child's guide to useless shoelace facts. I was like, that oh. makes more sense. But when you look at the picture, the actual, it's yeah, clearly it's a child's clearly garden. Clearly a child's garden. <laughs> you know, I like it better. Um, I kind of like a child's garden. It's whimsical. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, so. Baljeet reads that it's called an aglet, and he's like, it's one of the most useful yet most overlooked dimensions in history. Yeah, tragically ignored is the phrase he used. And I was like, (laughs) girl, same. Yeah, Phineas (laughs) is like, he thinks that it is the biggest injustice that, you know, it probably is the biggest injustice that he has ever experienced. That he's ever experienced in his life. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this is number one on the list of world problems that I, Phineas, with unlimited power, can solve. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, child poverty, who? time for the aglet i yeah have some stuff about that later um (laughs) so he heads home him and ferb they leave to go tell their dad yeah so they get home and they're like they're you know they tell their dad that it's an aglet and he goes oh a-g-l-e-t aglet yeah because all lawrence has to do today is this crossword (laughs) puzzle that is the only thing that he's Uh, committed to completing and by golly absolutely he's gonna get it do it um and so linda walks in and (laughs) phoenix and ferb with no they just go aglet and linda to her credit she <laughs> says aglet you too phineas yeah and i'm like yeah because if two 10 year olds said that to me that's what i would say like right she's doing her best she's trying to keep up anyway phineas is like no no it's that's what the tip of the no is. mom don't be silly yeah <laughs> uh anyway so phineas again is like oh it's so terrible that no one knows what an aglet is and candace comes in and is like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and you know this comes off as insane in this episode but really if you take a step back yeah she's right she's the most reasonable one uh absolutely also a fun trivia tip in there's an episode of sweet life of zach and cody called kisses and basketball i don't know what the episode's about but part of it is that i remember that episode part of it is that london um is like cut off like she can't make any purchases and she wants to like make the tiniest one possible and she's like what about that little piece of plastic at the end of the shoelace that no one knows about and maddie oh, yeah. who is voiced by ashley tisdale right. the same person maddie is not by voiced Candace. she's played by ashley tisdale in real I mean, life you're right. live Sorry, action yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> you're right listen i haven't seen that movie in a long time okay. anyway uh yeah she's like oh you mean an aglet Anyway, but it's funny because Candace never learns the name in this episode. Easter egg. So, yeah. (laughs) Phineas is convinced somehow by Candace's attitude that they must make the world aware of aglets. And then he goes, I know what we're going to do today. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think he does it just to annoy (laughs) Candace. I also have a theory based on the last episode that Candace only wears slip-on shoes because she doesn't know how to tie her own shoes. And that's why she gets really (laughs) mad about this whole aglet thing. (laughs) I... Subscribe to that. (laughs) That is the funny. She's like, it doesn't matter because shoelaces are an obsolete technology. Uh, (laughs) Which is a take. I agree. Right? Yeah. All shoes should be slip on or Velcro. End of end of thought. Yeah. Um. Correct. Uh. (laughs) We we do cut to Agent P, who drops into his lair. Major monograms briefing him. And what he says, with, what he says, <laughs> his exact words are, so he's like, Tupac Mertz has this viral video out, and then he says, quote, what you're about to see may be the masterstroke of an evil genius who has distracted by smaller schemes while secretly moving us into checkmate. Yeah. 
Like and Monogram then, fully believes that Doofenshmirtz has been yeah, playing 4D chess this entire time. This whole time. Like for long con uh, reference. Yeah. One minute ago, we discussed that Doofenshmirtz reinvented the boat. Correct. And then forgot what boats were. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A um, genius. <laughs> really. An evil genius. Seems like uh, a man with a plan to me. Yep. <laughs> he then proceeds to show the video. Which is teenage Heinz Doofenshmirtz in nothing but underwear and roller skates. Yep. And I think a cape. Who among us? Right? Uh, He's wearing a cape. Yeah, that's he true. is roller skating, feels like against his will, across a room, a yeah. long room, empty, long empty room, bathroom. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> he's singing... I'm a superstar. I am a superstar. And yeah. then he falls into a toilet head first and he says it won't stop flushing. Yeah. He and like swirlies himself. Yeah. Yes. I have so many questions about this video. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which like, okay, what was the original video going to be? That's... Like, there's no way to know. Like, um, he set up a tripod and a camcorder. Absolutely. The original video was on a VHS tape. Hear me out. I also believe that there was someone else. Because had the camera moved. Like, right? There was someone filming Doofenshmirtz. Okay, and I want to yeah. know who. I just, like... <laughs> I don't understand. Like, maybe this was, like, at evil college, and he was, like, pledging an evil frat, and this was, like, hazing. But even then, why then does Doofenshmirtz have a copy of that videotape? Also, that clip is eight seconds long. What else is on that tape? Yeah. And why isn't that on the internet? I don't know. I just, I need to know. So much more. What the original script was for that video. Yeah. (laughs) And why, and I need to see it. It's yeah, fine. We'll just have totally to imagine, fair. but that's also okay. uh, amazing. It really is. Um, so that's the end of the video. Perry, understandably, is trying to keep himself from laughing hysterically. Yeah. <laughs> Major <laughs> monogram. Barely holding it together. With like such boomer energy goes, this is no laughing matter. I know, and- which is crazy because <laughs> yeah. monogram's idea of a joke is tricking Perry into coming in in a magpie costume. Right. So Plus- like. Come Major on. Monogram is constantly making fun of Doofenshmirtz. Yeah. I'm like, this is your prime opportunity. What are you doing? I know. He's just like scared anyway. of the internet, I guess. I don't okay. know. Yeah. I was like, it is really off. It's like off point for him to not make fun of Doof, but it's so on point for him to have no idea how the internet works. Oh, absolutely. He does use the phrase crippled the entire yeah. worldwide internet, which I yeah. was like, I was like, N- no, <laughs> that's not how it nope. works. No. Anyway, so. <laughs> Their solution, he gives Perry a remote that is programmed with one button and the words universal delete button. Yeah. And the purpose is so that he can delete the video from every computer on the earth. Right. I don't understand why. Uh, how is also unclear. Absolutely. Like, how does it work? Also, There's no way to know. Alka just has universal delete button technology. Okay. And this is I... the first time they've ever brought it up. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, you know where this would have been useful? When you needed to delete some traffic footage. Yeah. Oh Why my did gosh. you need to get the CD from the traffic cam? There I'm so bitter about so that. I will never like, forget. Hey, guys. 
what are you doing? Yeah, what? This is not the first time what? that they've introduced like a world changing technology and just yeah, been like, just been like, here you go, Perry. We just have had this laying around. Yeah, sitting on this. Yeah, insane, upsetting. Uh, yeah. So anyway, he just gives that to Perry and is like, go ahead, <laughs> do your best. Um, Carl is also laughing at the video because it's hilarious. Major Monogram goes, there's nothing funny about a man in his underwear skating into a toilet. And Carl's like, sure. <laughs> and then Major Monogram goes, you know what's funny? Limericks. Limericks yeah. are funny. And I was like, <laughs> like okay, you're the I... oldest man in the world. Yeah. I was like, I remember vividly learning about limericks in the second grade and thinking that they were not funny at all <laughs> i mean they're just poems anyway, that irish exactly. people say i don't know honestly um, uh yeah <laughs> ridiculous also yeah like we've said this before but like this isn't a crime like just like yeah, having a vine that exactly. goes viral is not a crime it's not illegal we and honestly know. you're really kicking a man when he's down like i know he, if you anything, know that he's not enjoying this. his image what do exactly. you think is gonna happen right insane um we then cut to phineas who has called his friends to his backyard he's gathered them and he says i've called you here today to raise to quote raise awareness of mm -hmm. the aglet yeah <laughs> and this is where i was like raise awareness of the aglet <laughs> phineas this is like the most jeff bezos energy that Phineas has ever had i was like it's really billionaire of you to have the resources to do anything that you want you could literally solve world hunger and you are gonna pass out shoelaces at the mall <laughs> it's like oh it's true this is the, this is the phineas and fur version of jeff bezos going to space instead of paying his workers a living wage this yeah. is it this is the phineas flynn <laughs> this is my passion project <laughs> jeff bezos watched this episode and, and was inspired and <laughs> was like wow anyway honestly, honestly uh yeah so without asking questions isabella is like actually she does ask a question she goes what's an aglet and yeah. Herb is like the main question that we all yeah. have <laughs> uh face is like Ferb, enlighten them and they pull out this little diagram that's just an arrow it's like just a picture of an arrow and Ferb holds up his shoe <laughs> No, it's a picture of Ferb <laughs> holding a pointer. You're right. It's an incredible <laughs> visual gag. It is. Ferb has good. a life-size poster of himself pointing yeah. to his own real-life Ferb shoe. That he holds up, yeah. That is and the shoelace and the tip. Amazing to me. Can you imagine if no one had asked what the aglet was? Ferb would have been so disappointed. Oh, he would, would have been, been like, so I came so... I went to Kinko's. I, <laughs> I printed out a picture of myself. Uh. Yeah, I positioned this easel perfectly. Yeah, honestly, amazing. Um, yeah. Anyway, so they're like, "Oh, it's the thing at the end of the shoelace." Um, for, so yeah, Phineas's plan is to spread the word by giving them a quote unquote chic, uh, shoelace ribbon. Yeah, he does you refer know. to it as chic, and I'm like, yeah. it seems actually like, wildly mm, inconvenient to have a shoelace tied yeah. to your finger, like in a bow. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. shoelaces are long. Tie it around your wrist. Right. Right anything whatever his name is the bike Some guy people are already, already wearing shoelaces on their shoes yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's true oh, you're man. right though uh yeah so also, anyway. they buy those shoelaces in bulk what are they i was wondering that too where did they those? get those shoelace um, outlet. their motto is never forget the aglet uh yeah for context this is post 9-11 so yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's important to know. <laughs> it is very funny. Um, I kind of love it. I'm not going to lie. I'm, anyway, I'm not yeah. mad at it. <laughs> um, Baljeet is like the only other sane person there is a little bit annoyed. He's like, why are we going to waste the whole day promoting Aglets? Buford, who is wearing an I Heart Aglets t-shirt. Yeah, already. He tackles Baljeet. Yeah. And it, he says, quote, I'll fray your head so bad it won't fit through your shirt. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I love how hard Buford goes for Aglets. He's going for Aglets. For no yeah. reason at all. Right? Also, I do want that shirt. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So then they go to the mall. There's this montage of them passing out shoelaces. They, like, are doing that and Candace walks up and Penny's goes, the more you know about Aglets, the better your life's gonna be. Yeah. Um, she's like, that's objectively not true <laughs> right because it's not <laughs> yeah because that's crazy um it's insane and to prove that some guy comes up and is like an aglet and some other woman comes up and goes aglet oh lewis i will marry you and some other guy comes up and goes the promotion is yours and then the guy's hair suddenly grows back yep anyway and Feels then like a plant and then they make <laughs> this joke that I don't know that I'm totally comfortable with. <laughs> Where uh, a blind guy comes oh, up yeah. to the group and he That's goes, like really ableist what's joke. What's going on? Yeah, he's like, what? What? And they're like, Aglet, it's the tip of the shoelace. And he goes, Aglet, I can hear. He's yeah. clearly blind. I was like, uh, listen. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's it's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah look, that's it uh, that's that just happens and we all just have to it. live with it forever yep. moving on um yep. phineas decides also, here's yeah, my question when they forget about the aglet does all that stuff get undone is it like a genie wish where like that's that guy goes bald again and that woman divorces him and he gets <laughs> fired from his job uh good question we'll never know we don't check back in with that guy yeah anyway someone should um anyway so phineas is like gonna do a whole he's gonna he's about to really go off um yep. candace goes over to some store and is talking to stacy about the video doing Schmerz's viral video and then is like i wish i had a viral video of me singing um which i don't that's like a reoccurring <laughs> bit but yeah i was like I do really you know? yeah anyway and then Stacy mentions the aglet, and Candace like freaks out. She's like, "Why do you know about that?" And then Jeremy comes up and is like, "Do you want to go to the big aglet concert?" And Candace screams and runs away. Yeah. Here's the thing. This does seem like an overreaction. However, yeah. I mean, I guess Candace should have the context of every other episode of this show. But I'm like, if True. all of my friends suddenly became hardcore obsessed with like a very obscure, stupid thing, I also That's would true. be like, what's happening? Like, and what did you all get on? body snatched? And why are we doing this? <laughs> That's very, 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 very true. But she um, does scream. So, but you know. yeah, she's like, I don't know. Whew. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So we cut to we cut to Perry. Yeah. This is his entrance scene. Like his entrance into Do he's going into Doofus Versus. Uh-huh. Okay, so there's a giant there's a gi- he's in a giant plane. Yeah, they've like Danville. really pulled a lot of resources yeah. for this, this I was mission. Like, this this entrance is so extra. Like right. I Here's, love a good entrance, but I actually have a theory about this. 
okay. think so we've established that monogram is not like totally in charge of alco right like there's someone yes. above him there's one guy between monogram and the president of the united states or right. maybe not or not whoever the top dog is <laughs> president joe biden i assume of course um, saw this video of doofenshmirtz yeah on the internet or whatever like on mm -hmm. his morning twitter feed right and called monogram and was like is that your guy that's doofenshmirtz the guy you're supposed to be taking care of the only guy that the you're in charge guy. of making neutralizing <laughs> oh or whatever yeah. and monogram freaked out super hard and was I like believe it. i'm gonna lose my job if this video is on the internet for even one more second yeah uh and so he's spending approximately 1.8 million dollars uh <laughs> on resources for perry to complete a mission that he easily could have done on foot yeah anyway that's what i have that's what i think no, happened that's entirely true um <laughs> you're 100 right so <laughs> what he pulled is a a huge plane flying over Danville. Yeah, like a over cargo plane. Yeah, it's like a jumbo jet. Um, Perry, Monogram is talking to Perry actively, like on his watch or something. And Perry's like, all, yeah. yeah, all hooked up. And Monogram's like, okay, go now. Go now, now, jump, jump, jump. He's really micromanaging. <laughs> he's, he's really, this yeah, jump. into it. Agent P jumps out and Monogram's like, okay, keep falling, keep falling. <laughs> Visualize it. You're a platypus falling. And then Perry just cuts. He's just like, shut up he yeah. cuts him off he waits way longer than i would have to turn Absolutely. off his <laughs> um he then like something on his person pops out this like green bubble around him yeah what is that he just, we never see it again i don't know but he splats onto do swall and just acids his way through he just like it melts just melts through the wall yeah and then is in doofenshmirtz's thing i was like yeah perry you could have taken an elevator like nope. i know maybe you're bored but last time you rang Look, the doorbell. The R and D yes. department was like, "We have nine million things for you to use." During I know. They're like shooting a promotional video for Alka. They're like, "You gotta look real cool, <laughs> this man." This is it, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Doof is in his like, you know, evil living room lair, yeah. and uh, it's dark. Um, <laughs> yeah. he's sitting up on his little computer stage pedestal you know it's up a couple of stairs he's mm -hmm. just looking at his giant monitor there's nothing on it yep. um without turning around <laughs> he just starts <laughs> talking to perry and he goes did you ever have an old box of junk that's just been sitting in the attic forever and you think i bet i could just get rid of this whole box and my life would go on completely unchanged and then by that time perry is like next to him and he turns and grabs him and he goes look in the box perry the platypus <laughs> always look in the box <laughs> He's having like a full on crisis. Absolutely. He needs professional help. He really does. Also, um, yeah. <laughs> sorry. The implications of that for this videotape are like also amazing. <laughs> Cause like we have to assume that Doofenshmirtz threw away a box with a videotape yeah. in it, right? Or donated it, I guess. I don't know. That means that there's a person out there in Danville okay. who found yeah. the box and watched yeah. the videotape. Which, again, was there other stuff on it? Like, was it yeah, just that? I don't know. <laughs> and then converted that short video to a digital format, which is not right. easy to do. You need, no. like, other equipment to do that. Right. And then posted it on the internet. Yeah. I'm like, we need that person's story. Who? Right? Who did who? this? Who? Because that is insane. Oh, I know. What? <laughs> yeah. That's a little wild. Oh, incredible uh yeah also i want to know what else was in that box oh yeah 
for sure. I assume other uh, great stuff. Probably that cape. Right? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, the skates. Um. <laughs> anyway, he's having a hard time. Uh. It's we rough. cut. <laughs> we cut to Candace. Um. Who's like trying to tell her mom about that? She's like at home, and she's like trying to complain to her mom about this aglet thing. She doesn't remember the name still, but. <laughs> Linda is like, oh, it's so cool that so many people are aware. She holds up her hands and has one of the shoelaces on every finger. Yeah, I know. It is Every terrifying. single finger. They I play w- like the like psycho sound yeah. track or whatever. Yeah. I was like, uh, I would also be a little freaked out. Candace screams and runs up to her room. And I'm like, at this point, I, yeah, I would do the same. Because right? that's an insane thing, Linda. What are you doing? It really is. So Candace is hiding in a room. Phineas is like, it comes up and invites her to the big aglet concert and she's like literally i'm gonna kill you um (laughs) and phineas is like oh but we were hoping you could sing with us and then you would become an insta star and i'm like why are you bribing candace leave her alone i know right just let her not be involved (laughs) in this also she does use the phrase shoelace tip madness which is very funny to me (laughs) incredible Uh, perfect uh yeah so then she like comes out and she's like fine but it doesn't still doesn't matter and phineas goes touche yeah. <laughs> which i'm like i don't think that's where you use that but she should know by now that trying to use phineas and ferb to get famous <sighs> doesn't work because she's tried it a work. few times and it always ends exactly the same specific way which we will get right? to <laughs> yeah okay so then we cut back to dr d's building and he's like this video is ruining my life um yeah. and he goes i can't even leave my evil lair and he walks over and opens his door and like sticks his head out goes partly out and everyone there's like five people and they're like oh it's a guy who thinks he's a superstar skating yeah. in the toilet he sticks his head back in and goes and that's just my kitchen yeah. like, who's in your kitchen <laughs> i know to pick him out <laughs> oh man people bullying you in your yeah. own house holy moly i would also be so concerned oh, um gosh. anyway so yeah there's that and then perry just like gives him the universal delete button and doof is like yeah. oh perry thank you a universal delete but first of all he automatically knows what it does i know i wrote that down too i was like is it labeled how do you recognize a universal yeah. delete button that's an excellent question it just looks um, like a garage door opener like what are you right doing? anyway and then he also immediately traps Doofenshmirtz. Or, I mean, Doofenshmirtz immediately traps Perry yeah. in this, like, green tractor beam thing. I don't really understand. Sure. It's not explained. Nope. Um, at all. So thing he has around. Yeah, just like a floating... And Perry's just, like, yeah, floating there. It's fine. Uh, Anyway, Doof is like, listen, this is great, but I already created... He's like, it's not enough that to be deleted from everyone's computer, I need it deleted from everyone's minds. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it. I get sure. that. Yeah. That's fair. Um, anyway, so he's created this whole read my mind donator uh, to delete the video from everyone's minds. Yeah. Okay. Actually, that's not true. I mean, uh, he oh, created okay. the read yeah. my mind donator, which just reads his mind. He attaches yes, the universal right. delete button to it. And I was to like, it. what was the plan for the read my mind donator before you were handed a universal delete button? It's true because he also is like, thank you this is just what i needed and i'm right. like did you know they had that yeah did you were you pl- are you playing 4d was... chess yeah <laughs> what did you know someone was just gonna hand it like there's like a port already for it yeah on the yeah side of the room he was, he was he just sticks, it's like a usb connection he just right? sticks it right on there yeah i was just like what uh, yeah. how <laughs> yeah it's 
yeah uh, we'll never know we'll Listen, never know maybe he is a genius right anyway uh <clears throat> so he does that and he's like ready to oh so then he says like so he attaches the universe delete button and then he names it the delete from my mind and Ader. so yeah. yeah it does imply he already had it's fine um <laughs> anyway we're gonna cut cut to Phineas and Ferb. They're yeah. hosting a concert in the mall. It's yeah, gigantic. Like a There's a billion people there. Yeah, sure. Raising awareness. Everyone has for the nothing Aglets. else to do on a Wednesday, right? Um, in the middle of the day, right? Uh, <laughs> Two p.m. So also okay. It's weird that this is like the most well-known Phineas and Ferb episode. Like that seems the song like doesn't in my go that hard. Yeah, I'm like, listen, I get it. But, like, this is the only episode that, like, before I started watching the show that I knew about. Like, as, yeah, a, as a kid. Fair enough. I was like, and then. Does this song make it onto their, like, episode. top 10 musical countdown? I hope it not, but it feels right? like it's it not that good. I always right? remember it being better than it actually is. Yeah. Anyway, it's anyway. just, that was weird to me. It's also weird that the mall is the only performance venue in Danville. Okay. A place that has a lot of things. I'm like, do you not you already know, have right? a concert place that concerts right? happen? <laughs> I don't think they do because all of the events are at the mall. Right. Build a stadium. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. We're going to finish this episode. Uh, <clears throat> Eventually we will be done. Phineas and Ferb are hosting the concert. Yeah. They sing the song Aglet. A-G-L-E-T. To tell the world about it's an accident. The rest of it is just like nonsensical around. shoe yeah, puns. Listen, not Piero Peluso, he does great He's, work. Yeah, I actually don't know if he wrote this song, but I don't know either. But <laughs> somebody did, <laughs> and they um, looked up a lot of words about shoes. Yeah. So then Candace, they like do this like Candace has this like slow solo thing, and she starts singing about aglets. And then at the wait, 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 okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay. I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. There is a one second clip in this song that I want to address. (laughs) Oh, okay. Because while they're singing the aglet song, occasionally they will cut to other people like in the audience. Mm -hmm. And at one point they cut. It's so fast. I had to rewind it (laughs) to two people in like traditional dutch clothing like old timey like in a dress and like a farmer's outfit sure and one of them has a drill and is drilling holes into a clog what like one of them is holding up a wooden clog like a traditional windmill dutch clog and the other one is drilling a hole into it presumably so that they can add shoelaces (laughs) and i just (laughs) I don't okay. understand. Okay, okay, yeah, It's not yeah, on yeah, screen yeah. long enough to make any impact at all. <laughs> but I was just like, that's what, like awesome. an animator drew that scene. Also, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You can't be passionate enough about aglets that you are ruining Adding the national footwear shoelaces. of an entire country yeah <laughs> and then just putting shoelaces in it they wouldn't oh, serve any purpose be. clogs right? are made of wood it just it was insane to me i yeah. i just sorry i needed to bring no it i'm glad you did i'm glad <laughs> that you did uh that's insane um yeah anyway so candace is singing candace sings ferb is ferb is sitting on a stool playing the guitar like accompanying her anyway yep she starts singing and then at the end of her little solo she's like supposed to say aglet it's like part of the rhyme but she forgets the name and she like freaks out and is like why am i doing this it doesn't matter you're all insane which yeah is fair. um it is 
This and is also then, how she ends every concert she does with okay. Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Always. She does this. Correct. She stops in the middle right. and yells at the crowd and storms off the <laughs> and stage. Leaves. And that's how the concert ends. That's true. And uh, yeah, I mean, maybe they're just <laughs> used to it by now. I just, every time it happens. It's, it, 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 this is at least the third time. Like, look, I wish I had the confidence to just stop a full concert in the middle and then be yeah, like, no kidding. this is dumb, and then leave. Right? It's great. And she, listen, she's not wrong. I, she's not wrong. I want to emphasize correct. that. Candace is right. She's in the right here. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to Dr. D explaining what he's going to do. And he's like, he he's really explaining what he's gonna do he, he does like, it a few he's times got the yeah. helmet on yeah and he's like you know it has a little screen of what he's thinking about sure i don't know why because he can't see it <laughs> anyway just, um very... yeah and so he's thinking about the video and he's like people who aren't aware aren't gonna are gonna be unaffected blah 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 like as soon as i think of it and press this button it also delete it from everyone's mind yeah i have a question about this because he says at one point explicitly mm-hmm. uh, it will erase it from the minds of everyone in the tri-state area. Oh, really? Which I was like, first of all, does this delete button have geofencing? Like, what is the range? Yes. But then like, also, it's, not... yeah. it's a viral video all over the world. Correct. So, like, the internet does not just exist in the tri-state area. <laughs> Absolutely. People can still get emailed that video from other places. He... Yeah. Right? Also... The, no, you're you're correct. Um, I don't. Yeah, the, you're also right that the button is a universal delete button, and Monogram specifically says it will delete it from everything in the whole, like in the right. world. Which okay, the implications of that technology oh. combined are insane. Scary. Like I do yeah. not want the U.S. government to have a technology that can erase anything from the minds of everyone. Right. That's no, thank you. Bonkers. Anyway, I don't know. We don't really know what this machine does. Yeah, we so, do see the effects of it. Anyway, in, in yeah, moment. he's yeah. like going to press the button. He turns around and trips over his shoelace, and he's like, "Oh, I have to replace my aglets." And then he starts thinking about aglets, and then he presses the delete button and deletes the word aglet from yeah. everyone's minds in the tri-state area. Feels uh, like we could have been more careful about just pushing that button whenever. Right? But okay. <laughs> Candace is still on the stage and she's like still yelling at everybody uh and then everyone you know suddenly forgets and they're like what are we doing here and she's like you were at a concert for aglets and they're like no we weren't that's dumb and they gaslight her and they leave look the gaslighting is real strong (sighs) at the end of this it is it's rough it's really bad uh anyway and Candace is just like still there and insane Doofenshmirtz uh, thinks that everyone forgot about his video, so he smashes the helmet on the ground along with the remote. (laughs) Right? He's like, don't need (sighs) this anymore. Yeah. Honestly, the safest thing he could have done. I mean, yeah. But also, maybe double check before you (laughs) (laughs) totally destroy it. Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah, so then then he goes into his kitchen and everyone still laughs at him, and then he comes back in and he goes, I have an ouchie and points to his heart and goes, in here. I was like, oh, sorry, yeah. buddy. Listen, first of all, if we're going to raise awareness about something, it should probably be the emotional damage of cyberbullying. <laughs> Second of all, hilarious that in canon, Doofenshmirtz is just like a meme forever now. Right? Like, right? <laughs> that's just, people will meet him on the street and be like, oh my gosh, okay. you're the that's guy. That's also, uh, 
so in Milo Murphy's Law, I guess they like referenced this in one of the episodes. And they said that, like, in that, you know, one of the characters says that it has 7.3 billion views. <laughs> what? That's all the people on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a thing. Uh, anyway. Amazing. So, there you go. Was there a point? Okay, I can't remember if I hallucinated this or not. Mm-hmm. Is there a point in here where someone has remixed the video? Okay. Absolutely. You're not hallucinating. Okay. I know exactly what we're talking about, and I yeah. don't know. It's in something else. Or yes. like another episode of the show, I mean. I think, yeah, I think it's another episode. I kept waiting for it, and then it wasn't oh. in this. I know, because I have it, like, in my head. Like, like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, we can just find it when we get to it, I guess. But Listen, that's dumb. Okay, also, you're right. Aglet was number seven on the Cliptastic Countdown. Oh, my that. gosh. That's too, stupid. There are so many yeah. better songs than that. Right? Well, that's it, folks. Yeah, that's all. Uh, that's episode 202. 202. Uh, good recording, everyone. Great. Great episode. Good podcasting. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Amen. Backlets, everybody. All right. Yep. <laughs> Bye. Bye.